Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Sports Ethos NBA DFS Today podcast. I am your host, Keith Cork, and I'm going to be riding solo here for perhaps the last four game slate on the, uh, the NBA DFS this season. I, I believe so. Uh, teams are starting to get eliminated here, so it's getting down to the nitty gritty, man. Uh, probably going to get two and three game slates uh, from here on, and then eventually just one game slates. So, it is going to get interesting here. Uh, man, so just some interesting stuff and developments and stuff. I think the playoffs have been incredible. Let me just go ahead and say that. If you guys haven't been following them, please do watch these games. They are so fun. Uh, but let's go ahead and start breaking this stuff down here. New York Knicks and the Cleveland Cavaliers. Obviously, the Knicks hold a commanding 3-1 to one lead here. We are in Cleveland for this one. The line is 5.5 points in favor of Cleveland. The total is 202.5, which is very low. Um, I, I, I just don't see... I think there's a a better than 60% chance that the Cleveland Cavaliers win this game to extend the series. Let me just go ahead and put that out there. We do have Quentin Grimes questionable with a shoulder injury. Don't think they're in a rush to bring him back, and I'll, I'll explain that in a little bit here as well. Uh, on the Cleveland side... I'm still on Donovan Mitchell. 8-7 is a very nice price tag there. Uh, I know he had a rough game in the last one. Seems like the Knicks haven't kind of figured out on how to shut him down. Um, but I'm not concerned, man. This is you know It's good for DFS purposes because everyone's going to be off of Donovan Mitchell. Because they think that uh, the very narrative right there. that Oh no, they found a way to shut down. Uh, Donovan Mitchell. And you know what? You just don't shut down good players like that. Just not, just doesn't happen. I mean, not, not entirely. You can slow them up for a couple games, but eventually they find way. Uh, teams find ways to get those guys the ball in the hands where they need to have them. So I do like Donovan Mitchell here, eighty-seven hundred. Karis Levert at fifty-two hundred still goes underpriced. Uh they need his offense out there. They absolutely need his offense out there. Uh, this Cleveland Cavaliers team is struggling to score the basketball. I think there's going to be a big Donovan Mitchell game. I don't know if it's going to be this one or not. But I do think that uh, Karis Levert needs to help either way. The other guys I'm looking at here, um, you know, the, the Knicks are allowing the Cavs to just have that corner three just wide open at all times. They don't really care. They have, they're not respecting the ability of the Cavs shooters at all. And it's very clear to everybody watching me. We see it all over Twitter. People saying, oh, they can't shoot. They need shooters. Um, so I like anybody on the Cavs that can shoot a corner three here. So I'm going to get guys like Jenny Osmond, Isaac Okoro, and most of them, perhaps most of all, Danny Green. I'm only looking at them for GPPs uh, because obviously we just don't know which of those guys is going to get in for that role. We don't know how successful they're going to be. They haven't been successful yet this series. Jenny Osmond, 3,300. Isaac Okoro, 3,200. Danny Green just three thousand. Uh, you know, I was pretty much out of the rotation in the last game, so you can call these guys a shot in the dark. I really just think that they have one of those guys has to be on the floor uh, for the Cavs, and they have to hit that shot. Maybe Dean Wade gets some minutes. That's another guy I'm just looking at here, just on their roster. That would be an interesting development. He's a three point threat for sure, but they need somebody that can shoot that three. It's just painfully obvious to anyone watching these games, and that's going to open up so many other things for them. So 
I like it a lot. Um, on the Knicks side, though, I do still have some interest here, even though I think the Cavaliers pretty win this one. I mean, they're going to win this one. I think the, the Knicks, though, they're going to they're going to stay in it. Uh, Julius Randle's only sixty nine hundred. I know he left that game. I didn't play in the fourth quarter. Left the game uh, upset. That's happened a few times with, with Julius Randle. I'm not too concerned about that, but I do think he tends to come back and, and play pretty well after a situation like that. So he did score, uh, I believe, it was like near 50 DK points in that first game, uh, in game one, and then just kind of fell off the face of the earth the rest of the series so far. So uh, I am looking for him to have a bit of a bounce back here. Let me see. He had 42 in that uh, first game. Was that the series or was that the regular season? No, no. Now you guys got me question that. No, that was that was the, that was the series. Yeah, that was the first game of the series. Uh, game one, he had 42 DK points, uh, seven of 20 from the field in that game, 10 rebounds, four assists, two steals, 19 points. Um, still, just haven't seen like a, a ceiling game from Julius Randle. I mean. At 6,900, if you're playing GPPs, uh, I think he's definitely got to be on your radar because if he does have a ceiling game, he's absolutely going to destroy uh, that price tag for sure. The main man of the hour, though, the guy that you all should roster no matter what format, is Josh Hart at 5,100. I don't care if uh, Quentin Grimes plays or doesn't play. If he doesn't play, great. I mean, Josh Hart's locked into 40 to 44 minutes, which is insane, but that, that's what he's going to play. If Quentin Grimes does play, then uh, maybe he plays, you know, 38 to 40 minutes. I mean, he's just going to be on the floor a whole lot. Does everything for the Knicks. Important, important guy. And 5,100 is a little bit of a slap in the face here. He should probably be in the 6,000s. Just too criminally underpriced, I would say. Uh, Isaiah Hartenstein, 4,100, also uh, still on my radar here. Play, you know, played him in the last one. He had a really good game. Not looking for a huge ceiling from him, just uh, a guy to slip in if you need a cheap center. Which I don't particularly think you need a cheap center on this one, but if you go a different route than what I'm going, you might need that. But there's some other centers we'll talk about in a little bit that I have more interest in. So, uh, The Los Angeles Lakers, in, uh, they're at the Memphis Grizzlies. Um, obviously, Lakers hold a commanding 3-1 lead over the Grizzlies. Grizzlies are favored by four points here. Uh, this is another situation where... You go into Memphis, you're up 3-1. Just feel like there's a better than 50-50 chance that the Memphis Grizzlies win this game. 222 game total for that one. Use DraftKings numbers, by the way, so they do vary other at other sports books. Got to have some interest in John Morant, 9,700. Uh, under 10K, I'll always have some interest in him. Probably not going to end up with a whole lot of him. But uh, he is still driving ball to the whole hole with reckless abandon. It always makes me so nervous because it's like he's going to fall on the hand and damage it forever. I hope that doesn't happen. But if he gets a friendly whistle in this game like he did not get in the last game, then he should have a very decent game here at 9,700. So he is on my radar for sure. Uh, I'm really bullish on Xavier Tillman at 5,500. Uh, the minutes are absolutely there. Played 42, I think, in the last game and just, you know, I mean, it, overtime games, so of course, you know, everything kind of skews a little bit towards the upper end, but probably going to see 35-plus minutes tearing up the Lakers on the interior and uh, contributing everywhere. I mean, he had six assists and nine assists in the last two games, if I believe I recall correctly. That's just not even something we were aware of was in his toolbox. So uh, I do, I, I'm very bullish on Xavier Tillman at 5,500. I think he's a, a basically a lock for me. So him and, and Josh Hart. 
both basically locks for me in that mid-tier kind of category, kind of range. Not on Dilly, Dylan Brooks here at 4,600. Dilly. <laughs> Villain Brooks, some people call him. I'm out. Brooks. Uh, I'm not on him because I think I think the Grizzlies have to play Luke Kennard at 4,100. I think they have to play him. For, for, I mean, uh, Dylan Brooks is getting the three-point shots. Uh, I think he was one of seven from in the last game. Uh, just not shooting the ball all right now. And, you know, I mean, does <laughs> I laughed when, when LeBron called him a shot maker before the series started because, like, if you watch Dylan Brooks play, he's a shot chucker. And there are games where he absolutely does uh, go off. Let's see, I'm trying to search for one here. Five of eight from three back on the 5th of April where he scored 40 DK points. I mean, it, it can happen. But I think, you know, it would behoove the Grizzlies to move away from Dylan. That's kind of the sentiment. It's not really, I'm not saying something like totally outlandish here. I know there's a lot of rumors out there. You know, are they going to bring Dylan Brooks back? I don't know. They might be done with them at this point. Uh, I'm not going to try to get into the weeds on that one. Uh, go listen to our Memphis Grizzlies podcast, David Williams and Candace. They do a fantastic job over there. Um, but... I do think that they do. They ha they just have to. They have to move away from Dylan Brooks, and it's going to be Luke Kennard that's going to step into that role. He's only forty one hundred. I'm all over him. Uh, it is a bit risky because he didn't play a whole lot of minutes in the last game. That's possible here. I play single injury GPPs. I don't think it's a huge risk. I think it just feels clear to me they need that shooting out there. So I like Luke Kennard forty one hundred. Uh, down on the, on the other side of the ball, I'm not playing the big big wigs. Not playing uh, Anthony Davis or LeBron James. If I'm going to say, you know, Memphis is going to win this one. And I think the Lakers obviously going to keep it close. I mean, they have a chance to win it. Absolutely. Uh, but I'm just, I just don't, I'm not feeling a big game for me of those guys. And I'm not liking the price tags. But Dennis Schroeder at 3,800 definitely has my eye. Uh, I think he got 30 minutes that last game. Isn't super involved on the offensive end. That's the, the, the downside here. But if you need a cheap guard, uh, I think you could definitely – he might be the best one under 4K, honestly, here. A lot of guys a little bit over 4K, though, that I, I prefer, so I'm not going with him just because I ended up with those other guys. 24 minutes, 30 minutes in the last two games, so he's definitely a part of the rotation there. Uh, we are going to try to do a uh, lineup lock show tomorrow. I'm going to try. Uh, I apologize. I've been having some life stuff happening and, and other stuff happening that hopefully we can uh, talk, to, talk to you guys about soon, but – but yeah, I think um, we are going to try to do it tomorrow, and uh, hopefully Rocky has through anything late developing. Please do tune into that it's this, uh, YouTube channel for the Sports Ethos YouTube channel. So just search Sports Ethos on YouTube. Go ahead and subscribe so that when we go live, you can go again and get notified. Um. Also, go to SportsEthos.com and sign up for the DFS pass. It's still very cheap. You guys are going to want to be with there because uh, got a whole bunch of really interesting stuff in the works for the end of the season in the next season. So just go do that. Um, Miami at Milwaukee. And, of course, uh, Miami up 3-1 against Milwaukee. Who would have known? Milwaukee with their backs against the rope. They are favored Milwaukee by 11 points. 219.5 game, uh, game total. And, look, Giannis Antetokounmpo is 10-4, uh, 10,400. That's underpriced. There, there, there's no two ways around. I just don't. There's no way he puts up a dud. I'm rostering him. Didn't even have a really good game in the last one. He only 26 points, uh, but he ended up triple doubling. So I guess you know a decent game. But he just looked you know hurt out there. 
Uh, still put up 65.5 DK points. I mean, that's like a floor. It's, it's just ridiculous. And he's only 10-4. I mean, I, I think FanDuel's got uh, much more difficult pricing with He's at 12,000 over there and uh, significantly more expensive than most of the other guys that want a roster. But on DK, yeah, I just 10-4. Um, he's an insta lock for me. I don't know. I mean, unless you find a, a build that has a bunch of like, you know, 9K, 8K, 7K guys. Uh, I think you got to go with Giannis. If you don't want to go with Giannis, you want to be contrarian. I do like Drew Holiday, 8,100 as well. Feeling a big game from him as well in this one. The, the, the series has been crazy. It's been really nutty. Uh, the three-point shooting from Miami has been much better than all season. Now, there are reasons for that, and I get it. Like, Duncan Robinson's back in the rotation. Tyler Hero's not. Um, you know, there's variance always with three-point shooting. A lot of it's just injuries, mostly. I mean, people, you know, what what personnel do they have on the floor? I, I just don't know if I buy it. I don't know if I buy that Miami continues to stay hot from three. So I think there's this is still a series. I think Milwaukee's enough of a favorite to begin with in this series. It's still a series. But anyways, Drew Holiday, Giannis on the Milwaukee side. On the uh, Miami side, I'm not playing Jimmy Butler. Uh, maybe he burns me again and, and goes off for another almost 60-point outing in a playoff game. And maybe he breaks MG's record or something. I, I don't know, but I just don't think it's going to happen. I know there's a, you know, Fiddle's telling me in the wager pass that there's a narrative out there the day after, or the game after Jimmy has a playoff Jimmy game. They're like 1-11, and 11 and he goes, he has like an average of 22 points. So, underwhelming performance. I do think that happens here. I think that I think the Bucks have to scheme better for, for Jimmy Butler. He's the one guy that can beat you. I mean, it's ridiculous that they didn't have an answer for that. Um, but I think they do a better job here. So I'm, I'm not playing Jimmy. I do like Gabe Vincent at 4,300. Um, you know, an interesting guy. Hit some threes. Uh, getting lots of minutes. Many solid contributor for them all season. Had some really nice games. I also uh, really like Duncan Robinson at 4,000. The aforementioned uh, playing those hero minutes, he's stepped into a big role there at the right time, playing for his contract. He fans have to be ecstatic about that, making a whole lot of money. But uh, yeah, I like Duck Robinson at four thousand. I think he's a, a key guy in this uh, series as well. So, gave Vincent Duncan Robinson on the Miami side for me. Uh, Golden State Warriors at the Sacramento Kings. The series is tied two two. It is a the best series of the first round by far. Golden State is favored by one and a half points, despite being on the road. 235 game total. The reason they're favored is because Fox is questionable. Um, I'm telling you guys right now, he's playing. Uh, I don't have any insider knowledge or anything like that. I just... The fracture was on the tip of the finger. He's a younger guy. It's the, the Sacramento Kings who are having a special season. And there's just this air around them that they... They just want to win, man. They, they just got that drive. I don't know how effective he's going to be. But Fox is playing, and I'm playing him. And I'm going to go ahead and play him because a lot of people are going to be off of him because of that injury. He's 8,800, uh, which is a little bit of a discount from what he's been. Uh, is his shooting going to be good? I mean, I saw some, some video of him shooting in warm-ups and stuff like that. Looks fine. Never can really tell because that's a different from a game situation. Not always... Uh, not always the you know spot on with what's going to happen when you get to going 100 miles an hour. 
Um, but I, I'm, I'm going to play him here. I'm feeling the Kings to win this one. And uh, I'm feeling De'Aaron Fox to be a big contributor there. So, uh, on the Kings, I also like Malik Monk at 5,900. This is still just too cheap for a guy that's been scoring 30-plus DK points on the regular. So, uh, Malik Monk and De'Aaron Fox on the Kings for me. On the other side, for the Warriors, uh, yeah, of course, Steph Curry at 9,500 has to be, you know, around. Uh, has to be in my in my player pool at all times. I mean, uh, he is Steph Curry. Any given night, he could go off for 70. <laughs> okay, maybe not 70. He can go off for 40 to 50 real-life points. Uh, Clay Thompson's only 6,800, which is a little bit ridiculous. I have to look at him for sure. The guy I'm really on, though, for the uh, Warriors is Kevon Looney at 5,700. Uh, two really uh, just solid games. Draymond Green accepting his role coming off the bench because Looney's just playing, balling out, just playing so well. Uh, just seems to match up really well with Sabonis, keeping Sabonis in check. Kevon Looney, uh, if the Warriors do pull off this, you know, this series win, he deserves a lot of flowers here. Uh, definitely an underrated player. Um, have to admire his game. He's just a very solid contributor, just been a workhorse man, just goes out there and just does his job. Doesn't ask for any any of the attention. So, but Kevon Looney at 5,700 seems, uh, I mean, that's not a lock for me. So, so I'm not getting to all these other centers because Looney's a lock for me, Tillman's a lock for me. Uh, they're both only center eligible, if I remember correctly. I believe so. Yeah, Tillman's only center center eligible, and Looney has to be only center eligible. So, so I, I'm stuck. That's my center and utility spot right there. But uh, that's okay because Giannis does qualify as a power forward, so I can play him as well. But yeah, Kevon Looney at 5,700 is a, a smash play. Tell you guys right now. So, well, that is it for DraftKings. Uh, let's move on to Thrive. ThriveFantasy.com is where you go. You get a promo code Ethos. Get your first plasma match up to 250 bucks, and we're gonna win some money here. And I'm actually just looking at these. They did. Uh, I tried to get this done earlier, and I, they're just released a little later. So uh, let me see here what we got. Um, just kind of scrolling and seeing if there's anything I do like here. Nothing I'm super into. I do like John Morant over 11.5 rebounds and assists. That's 85 points. That's not a whole lot, but it's the Lakers. Uh, Jaws should play the whole game here. I mean, this is do or die for the for the Grizzlies. So um, he's going to be out there, going to be involved. Oh, that's an interesting one. Anthony Davis 4.5 blocks and steals. I'm so tempted to go over. It's less money to go, or less points to go over. Uh, more points to go under, so I probably probably lean the under there because there's so much variance in that stat. So I'll I'll just go ahead and say under 4.5 blocks and steals for Anthony Davis in this one, 105 points. <clears throat> They'll probably leave with an injury, you know, for 10 minutes of the game, anyways. So hopefully that helps you out. Jimmy Butler under 31.5 points, uh, no doubt, no doubt in my mind about that one. Um, 80 points against the Milwaukee Bucks. Tough defense there in the Bucks, and again, the letdown games after big Jimmy games. I, it's a narrative. I mean, I don't totally buy to those things, but I think there's a good, a good chance that happens again. Uh, I'm going to go Giannis over 17.5 rebounds and assists as well. Uh, got a triple-double in the last game, despite the loss. Um, so I think, you know, even if he doesn't get near 10 assists again in this one, I think he's going to get 14 or 15 rebounds. I mean... So there you go. Doesn't need very many assists in that case. Um, 
since they're offering plus odds on this, I'm going to go Dreamline Green under 5.5 assists. That's 105 points. Um, coming off the bench there, I just just don't know if Draymond's the the best. Uh, he's still doing his thing. Like, don't get me wrong. Um, still a very talented player. I'm just leaving the under there in the assists. I guess I don't have a huge good reasoning for that, but just doesn't feel like the series for Draymond here. I feel like they, they need to win without him here, and he'll be a big in, in the next series if they get through, so. That's it. That's going to do it for us. That is our DraftKings and Thrive Fantasy plays for the, uh, what day is it? Thursday? No, Wednesday slate. Four-game slate. I am Keith Cork. You can follow me on Twitter at, at Keith. And please do, wherever you listen to the show, like and subscribe. Please, 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 please. Until next time, guys and gals, go get that money. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.